Well, just just uh, another fascinating uh, conversation with a couple of dear friends of ours, as you can, yep. as everybody could tell. You know, we we love Scott and Jacqueline. They're they're great people, they're great business partners for us, but they're also just good, decent people who have an amazing message to share. Yeah, they really are people that are dedicated to kind of making the world a better place by uh, coaching up one good leader at, at a time. I had some really interesting uh, takeaways. You know, I I love when we always talk about personal care, that they really do take care of themselves. You know, we, we say it often, put your oxygen mask on first. And isn't it interesting, you know, for Scott, it was taking care of his back because when his back's in good shape, he's in good shape. And for Jacqueline, it was getting out in nature. Uh, love that. And then, you know, the, the, the whole wrap up for Scott with the gratitude being the gateway to being coachable. I thought was was really just beautiful because when you're grateful for the people around you and you've given them permission yeah. to coach you up and suggest and give you feedback, um, everything gets a little better and that's something to be grateful for. It does. And and overall, I love this idea of the of becoming coachable because you know, you and I we we do a lot of executive coaching and and usually, you know, we're not assigned to somebody who's going, all right, fine. No, they want to be coached. They've chosen this process. So, you know, that's, that's you know, it's not the old world of executive coaching where it was the last step before <laughs> you're fired, right? But with that said, um, a lot of these people have been really successful that we coach. Maybe they're about to become the CEO or they're the CEO or, or they're, you know, the smartest person in the room wherever they go. And how often do they accept this sort of self-limiting mindset where it's, I kind of know what I'm doing by now, Chess. I've been doing yeah. this 20 years. Yeah, what's, what are my team going to tell me? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I thought the, the mindset change about I get to change, mm -hmm. you know, that that mind shift was really important. Not that I have to change. I get to change. And change is part of growth. And, you know, you, you've got more dogs than I ever will. And so I, I love the uh, story about his puppy coach. I bet that really resonated with you, eh? Gosh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's it's instantaneous and uh, and an account of, talk about accountability. Let's get into that just for a moment. But, yeah, you don't take your dog out. You're going to have a mess on the rug. Um, so these questions that Jacqueline brought up, let's, let's dive into those a little bit because you've used these. I've used these with clients. Um, did I do my best today? So give us a couple of examples of those and, and how they work. Yeah, you know, it, it is really interesting because I often do it on my own. Yeah. And when I do it on my own, I'm fairly successful. <laughs> when I have people checking in with me, I'm much more successful. And, and she pointed that out, you know, that you've got your accountability coach. I love me says, did I do my best to be engaged today? You know, sometimes we, we put engagement off to our boss. It's our boss's job to make us engaged. One of my favorite questions is, did I do my best to be happy today? Yeah. And, you know, it, you know, my dad used to say happiness is a choice. And I, it took me a long time to figure that out. I go, well, no, I mean, there's a lot of things that impact you that make you happy or unhappy. And he'd say, actually, happiness is a choice. And, and she makes the point about, did I do my best? Not was I perfect. Did I do my best to be engaged? Did I do my best to set clear and concise goals? Did I do my best to make progress towards those goals? I think are really important. You know, I always laughed with Marshall when he first showed this to me. There were the six core questions. Yeah. 
And then he says, let me show you my spreadsheet. And he has like 35 questions. I said, you should add a 36th question. And that is, stop asking yourself so many questions. I do my best to stop asking myself so many questions. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, you know, you do build it out. Did I do my best to tell uh, my wife I loved her? Did I do my best to engage with the grandkids? And on and on and on. Those little reminders are are really um, behavior changers. Well, and I had a I had one client who was a he was a you know engineering leader, um, MIT grad, you know, brilliant guy. And I told him about these six questions. He says that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, look, I just want you to try it. Just record it back a week later. And he says, look, I changed them a little bit. And I said, that's great. And he says one of them became, did I do my best today to share the load with my wife? And he says. Uh, because he says, I come home and my wife says, will you empty the dishwasher? Will you take the kids to soccer? Da, da, da. And she says, I'm like your boss. And she says, I want us to share the load. And she says, so, and a couple of weeks later, I said, how's that work? And he says, that question has become the most powerful thing that I've ever done. Uh, he says, I now have this, you know, and it, because I'm asking myself every day, am I sharing the load? Um, and not just helping out at home. And so it's interesting. Yeah. Give yeah and, he, and he's got an accountability partner, his wife. Yeah. Exactly. Which which makes yeah. it, you know, it's so interesting. Um, and I've shared this a couple of times, but my wife Heidi and I have a, a lovely ritual at the end of the day. What are three things you're grateful for? And and it just really spurs a conversation about the day and how you enjoyed the day and and so on and so on. So lots of great takeaways. Well, great book. You know, we're big fans of both Scott and Jacqueline about becoming coachable. I, I love their take on it. You know, we need to be open to feedback. We need to be grateful for feedback. We get to change. We get to grow. And um, speaking about being grateful, who are we grateful for here? Well, I am specifically grateful to our producer, Brent Pine, to Christy Lawrence, who helps us find amazing guests and books them. Um, we, we got Scott and Jacqueline on here in just a couple of days, thanks to her magic. And we're thankful to all of you who listen in and help us make this podcast go and thrive. Uh, if you listen, to the, if you like the podcast, please share it. Make sure others know about it, and visit the Culture Works. That's thecultureworks.com for free resources, including the first chapter of that best-selling book, Anxiety at Work. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, we love to speak to audiences, and we do around the world, whether it's in person or virtual. Adrian just got back from Scotland. Um, did you have haggis? I can't remember. That's yeah, not I had haggis, and. Yeah, but it's okay. But I love Scotland. Uh, people are so friendly. And you're about to go to Dubai. So, yeah, we go around the world. We, uh, and we would love to, to work with you for your, for your event. Absolutely. We talk about culture. We talk about leadership. We talk about mental health. And, of course, always with that you know, common thread of gratitude. Well, thanks again for tuning in. I hope you'll share it with your friends. It's been a delight. We never take you for granted. And as always, Adrian, I'll give you the last word. Well, thanks everybody for joining us today. Until next time, we wish you the best of mental health.